Sirens. Chapter 17 Ow, ow! Gently. Marianne rested her legs across Ash's lap, watching her dab a towel on her feet to dry them before she started dressing them. I'm sorry, my darling. Totally worth it. She wiggled her toes cautiously. They still hurt, but she could probably manage runners. If only it was just that. Blisters had popped what seemed like everywhere else, so there was a lot of really painful ointment and bandaging. There'll be other dances, I guess. Ash looked up. I mean, there was this one. It was awesome. Even hobbling around like an old woman, I don't regret it. She was nearly finished bandaging. Then her hands ran up Marianne's legs. I'm still buying you shoes. It's well past time that you had some. I'll be more careful trying things on. Ash cocked her head. Her braid tickled Marianne's skin. New things? You can get good deals, she trailed off lamely. You have a good eye for it. But? There's absolutely nothing wrong. Truly. I don't begrudge you, nor do I judge you for your economy. But... You might think of yourself a year ago, shopping so carefully for what you could afford. Imagine someone like me coming into your hunting grounds and stripping it of its choicest pieces. It had never occurred to her. Saving is important, she offered uncertainly. It is, and you have every right to shop where you wish. It isn't really right, is it? Sometimes good economy means spending a little more for something that will last a little longer. I guess I have to learn the good economy part. And maybe splurge sometimes. She looked around the bathroom. Stop stealing your shampoo. That's our shampoo, my darling. She thought a minute. Good. I like the minty stuff. It smells good on you. Are there any other splurges you were thinking of? She thought guiltily about the climbing invitation. Do you hold yourself back for me? It isn't that, exactly. I mean, a little. She looked at her feet. I don't want to dance with anyone else. You're my girlfriend. Darling. Lover. Ash's eyes closed. The smallest smile touched her lips. Oh, she said, almost surprised, and so, so happy. Light as a breeze. Marianne held her breath and touched her cheek, like Ash did so many times with her. She realized how easy it was to move someone who was in love with you. Ash kissed her palm. It would be a dream to share it all. But... Marianne scooched down until she was sitting in Ash's lap. The mood brightened. I'll try to, you know, so you can see things like the whales. If only I could see you, you must rival the sun. Ash. Ash kissed her. Matt invited me to try climbing next month. It'd be overnight. Don't fall off. Yeah, I'll try. Imp. I don't know about sleeping on the ground. Sleeping bags suck. It must be better than a pile of straw. I had your snoring to keep me company. Did I? Sawing logs. You were cute. Were? Now you're, like, really hot. Ash laughed. Thank you, my darling. She eased thick socks over Marianne's tortured feet. You won't be walking much, I hope. 
Just dinner with Matt. She nodded. Sounds grand. I'll see. Check up on him and stuff. I can ask him, you know, about Astrid. How she's doing. Thank you, my girl. They'd arranged to meet near a fish and chip place. Matt insisted that it was just like the ones in England. She'd love to try actual fish and chips in the actual country. But this would do for now. She waited for him, shifting from foot to foot. Maybe dancing was like drinking. The day after was made of regrets. Or maybe you should spend more than ten bucks on some lousy pair of shoes. Why was it so hard to relax? It was waiting for the other shoe to drop. It wasn't going to drop, though. Ash had made sure of it. Can you be sure? She jumped, but didn't look. She could feel the doppelganger. She didn't have to see it. You can fuck all the way off. I think I like it here. It's laugh vanished, at least. She closed her eyes. Just her imagination. As the weight switched over from fine to slightly irritating, the nearby empty bench began to look especially inviting. There were puddles of rainwater on it. She eyed them, contemplating soaking her jeans anyway, when she caught sight of Matt coming around the corner. He drifted along, peering into storefronts like he'd never seen them before. It had never seen them, maybe. Her. Astrid. Some islands in another country sixty years ago. It had to be like a completely different world. It wasn't like Ash, who'd lived through the time and watched it change, and made her peace with it. She rubbed her thumb over the buttons of her Nokia. Ten years ago, only rich people would have had them. Twenty years ago? Thirty? A teacher once told her class that old people basically suffered culture shock in their own culture, because things changed so much. She'd barely been in Ash's Ireland, but it had seemed unreal and too real all at once leaving strange dreams once she was back in her own time and place. This thing, Astrid, she reminded herself, hadn't even been human in so long. How much culture shock must there be for it? And it was a little weird to see him walking without his usual bouncing energy. It's all right. Ash and Matt are okay with it. So she smiled and waved. Matt lifted his hand and came along, unhurried, it was good, though, even bandaged and in thick socks, and her most comfortable sneakers. She was walking with a bit of a mince. Rough night? Matt asked, after their food arrived. It smelled wonderful. She reached for the vinegar and eyed the brownish liquid suspiciously. While he was bent over his plate, she investigated the other tables, but there didn't seem to be any normal white vinegar. Matt dumped some on his food and offered her the bottle. She used an experimental amount, sniffing cautiously. So much dancing. She nibbled, then dug in, taste buds approving. That what they call it. What? He shook his head, stabbing at his fish. Never gone to a club before. It was fun. My friend from school invited me. Charlene? What? No, she's at school at McGill. This was Sarah, UBC. Sarah, yes. Yeah. I remember you talking about her. He was staring past her at a guy using his laptop at a table. Gotta be weird for her, you guys. He didn't respond, long enough that she started trying to formulate a backpedal. His fingers drummed out a three-beat, like a galloping horse. A bit, 
When we're mixed up together, she knows everything that I do. It takes some time to really explain it enough for her to understand. Eventually, we figure it out. His voice grew hard towards the end. Marianne's words dried up. Not just his words, but his expression, when his eyes locked on her, seemed cold. It was so out of place. He turned his attention to his plate. Most of her memories are just sort of nice. Floating around. Peaceful. Yeah, I remember it. That place seemed nice when I first got there. That's what they showed me. Why didn't you go? I mean, it sounds like a good deal. Paradise forever. It was nothing but that for them. Wouldn't you be bored? Not if it was peaceful. No more running? Classes? Nothing we think is fun. Who would need it? Matt was once late for the run because he'd seen a wall he'd wanted to climb. It was a lie, though. How do you know? She seemed pretty mad at Ash for not saving her from being taken away. She reached for her drink. Her hand didn't shake. Her fingers worked fine. It was a whole year ago. She was all healed up. Ash failed her, then tore her out of paradise. It really wasn't. Sure. He dug into his plate of food. Marianne ate with a little less enthusiasm. Hell dimension, right? It was beautiful at the beginning, but it wasn't real. When he was ready for me to stay, then he showed me the real place. She fought to keep her voice calm, and it came out flat instead. She doesn't seem so bad. I don't think they were. I think... I thought they were nice when I met them. He used them, that's all. What he wanted to bring here was horrible. You saw what she was before you guys got together. That wasn't her fault. I'm not blaming her. It was just, that's what that place was like. It was all like that. You haven't seen what I have. He wanted to bring that here. I guess they didn't have a choice. It isn't... It's hard to describe. He didn't kidnap you or something. No, not like that. Not... Ah, Matt sat back. Why did you go back then? You must have wanted to. It was like an enchantment, a little, Ash said. I didn't figure you'd be that easy to play. Her cheeks stung. She broke her fish into fragments. It wasn't like he was wrong. It was just that there was so much more to it. Or was there? Hadn't the only charm been offering her what she wanted to hear? Matt's drink tipped over, splashing coke all over the table. She reached for napkins. Matt grabbed her hand. For a minute, his eyes were like they were supposed to be. Hang on. I'll get a, get a rag. He went to the counter. She dropped handfuls of the paper napkins into the spreading puddle, watching him. He wasn't his usual self, but that would make sense, maybe. He says it's okay. Ash isn't worried. She scooped up the soaked paper and dumped it on her tray, watching him scrub the table. Him, but with someone else in there. He was never going to be just him again. Housework does it for you, he smirked. Call me when you scrub toilets, too. Surprised you don't have a maid. They did, twice a week, because Ash didn't want to clean the bathroom. And deep cleaning once a month. She didn't say. Instead, she threw the napkins in the trash and went to wash her hands. By the time she came back, he was eating again sitting in an ungainly sprawl. Are you guys still going out to Squamish? 
Has your boss cut you loose? Was there a little hesitation before he said boss? I'd like to go, if it's still okay. I might suck at camping. It's time to toughen up. His fingers drummed on the table. Then he grabbed his new drink. I'll start shopping. Camping stuff. I'm not really sure what I'll need. Just gonna go out and buy a load of new gear? You really did land on your feet. Have a good job. Yeah, noticed that. What do you mean? Come on. You aren't fooling anyone. His hand flattened on the table. How long were you going to lead me on? Christ, I did everything but shout it. Don't be such a goddamn cocktease. We're friends, he snorted. You aren't that stupid, are you? Matt, I know what she knows. I know all about the shit you pulled last summer. You don't. She doesn't. She wasn't out here in the world. You only know a bit of it. Just a story. You, was there anyone you didn't hurt? What does it know? It was floating around. She knows you. You nearly killed your best friend. You hurt your family. You played your boyfriend. You destroyed a world. You killed your... Shut up. She didn't even recognize her own voice. Matt blinked and flexed his fingers. His lips pressed into a tight line. Then you come down here and start messing with me. Please stop. Now I know what your game is. She grabbed her bag. The fighting and stuff? Yeah. Okay. The rest is my business. It's private. You owed me the truth. I told you what I could. Could have said you're a fucking dyke. Heads turned. She fumbled with the chair, face burning. And you're an asshole. Or it is. Or both of you are together. I don't care. She threw money on the table. You aren't saying I'm wrong. You don't know shit. Eyes drilled into her. Not just his. And she knew she wasn't imagining the whispers that spread through the restaurant. The place was small enough that everyone would have heard. She didn't breathe until she was in the street, down the block, and then she doubled over, hyperventilating until she thought she'd pass out. Are you all right? She looked up at the concerned passerby. He helped her straighten up and she nodded. Thanks. Sorry. Thanks for asking. I'll be okay. She forced her breathing to slow. It was stupid. Hadn't John hinted at it? Matt's words dug into her mind. It sounded like stuff Bobby and his friends would say. She'd thought Matt was different. But if she thought he was different, maybe she would have told him more about what happened. She looked down. Her hand had pressed itself against her sternum, the other wrapped around her stomach, even though the pain was long absent. You killed. Matt was supposed to be better. He had been. She was sure of it. So what changed? Think for a minute. She swallowed back her own feelings and tried to think logically. The malice was familiar. The doppelganger was a master of it. The way it dug for her weak points. The way it knew what would hurt her the most. Had been. She looked around and didn't see any bloodied phantom smirking back at her. That's just a figment of your imagination. Anyway, there are bigger problems. She rubbed her hands together and grabbed her phone fussing with it. She bet Ash knew something was up, but Marianne didn't want her to race across town, not after dragging her out to Hope. Hope. Dummy. She looked at the restaurant. 
Matt's nervous tick wasn't drumming fingers. He jiggled his knee sometimes. It's possible it was just another habit. She hadn't recognized a pattern, anyway. Did he know Morse code? Did it matter? He knew she did. That fucking bitch. Her phone rang, startling her enough that she nearly dropped it. Bad time again? John, hi, no. She saw Matt leave, heading the other way, and trailed after him. What's up? Heading back up north tomorrow. Just wanted to say goodbye. Damn. So soon? Job wrapped up. Matt disappeared around the corner. She jogged a few steps, and the pain in her feet told her unconditionally to stop. By the time she made the corner, he was gone. She stepped up onto a planter, trying to find him from the slightly higher vantage point, and someone grumpily told her to get down. She couldn't find him anyway. She thought of her abandoned fish and chips. Wanna get a farewell steak? Yes, ma'am. Here now. No reason to ma'am me. The hotel recommended a place that served up a nice, rare steak and baked potato loaded with sour cream and bacon. The other vegetables were limp and sad and therefore optional when there was so much better to shove into her mouth. They talked and burped in defiance of the classy ambiance, but John did take off his hat because he was raised with manners that way. Will you be down again before Christmas? Probably not. Planning that move, eh? You'll still be up there, though. Yeah, you're gonna come? I'd never hear the end of it if I didn't. I might be able to make excuses if you wanted to spend the holidays with someone else. Tactful, aren't I? She thought instead of introducing Ash to her mom. The image was so absurd that she laughed. We'll see. I'll probably come up, though. Van is gloomy in the winter. A holiday is just enough snow, you know? They hugged goodbye in the hotel lobby. She was surprised to find tears stinging her eyes. See you soon. Yeah. She cleared her throat. Yep. Christmas at the latest, right? You bet. You have a safe trip. Let me know when you get in. Take care of yourself. He waved before the elevator door swallowed him. Her feet hurt so much by the time she got home that she nearly cried again when Ash took care of them. Marianne looked at the silky coils of dark hair as she bent over her work and really, really didn't want to say anything about Matt. Ash looked up. Marianne could feel her urge to speak and how hard she was working to restrain herself. You felt it. Ash let out a little sigh. You are full of feeling. John's heading home. I'm gonna miss him. She nodded. Her hand smoothed down Marianne's leg. She really needed to shave them. She was getting fuzzy, and Ash liked petting. I think there's a problem. Ash flinched. It's all right, my darling. It's just, I know how much it means to you. She's put your... Matt. Matt's in danger. I think so. I'd hoped I could correct my mistake. Astrid must have been amazing. People are. Astrid was sweet and headstrong, certain that all would be well. I don't think she's like that anymore. Tell me. Marianne forced herself to watch her face while she did. Ash didn't give much away, but the flicker of hurt felt like a knife. Well. I'm sorry, Ash. I'll survive. What do we do? She's in there. We have to help him. Ash was silent. Can we? I don't know. You said you knew a little about it. You could tell when things are going wrong. 
things like this. If I asked you to guess? Spirits can be exercised. Like movie exercised or P.E. exercised? Exorcised. Like they did in the movie. The church has its own ways. There are other faiths, older ones. Less pea soup. It was a small joke, but she smiled anyway. We can do something like that? We can try. Would we need a priest? Cause I think I'll burst into flames if I go into a church. You're on the side of angels, my darling. Ha! Even angels need someone to do their dirty work. She took Marianne's hand and turned it over, tracing the folds of her palm, ignoring the pale scars. We'll make our own way. What next? I think we can consult with a practitioner of old ways. Like a witch? The real? Ash smiled. Some, but I know a wise woman we can visit. That's different from a witch? So it seems. She's particular about it, so I'd avoid using the word if I were you. 